0: That's the man, which is really hard for me to say because I always think it's Paladecki. I see the beginning, I see the end. Patio Deck,
1: Patio Decky. Yeah, Jared Patio Decky.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure.
0: Oh, hi.
1: Hi. Long time no see.
0: Yeah, we haven't been recording in a couple of weeks because of the holidays, and I'm happy to be back.
2: <laughs>
1: me too. Me too. Um, Alan and I have been watching a totally different series well we've been trying to get make our way through the angel series which i avoided for many years and it's rough i won't go into it now but it's it's rough it's rough it's not at all what i was expecting um but i've been craving the comfort and the excitement of gilmore girls yeah this feels
0: like real life to me again it was like we yeah We've been recording, we did a Christmas one, and then it was Christmas holidays, and then now it's like, okay, it's January, we're back, we're mm-hmm. recording again, and it feels good. You know, a lack of Christmas lights, just fairy lights, no Christmas stuff behind me. Yesterday, we took everything down, and it was like, <gasps> if I see a single green or red thing in the house, like it's got to go. I get into this light, tunnel <laughs> vision, where I don't want to see... A Christmas thing, at all, at all. It, everything goes away, and then I really, really want it back around mid year. But, but when I'm done, I'm done. Stephanie, well, we're getting into winter with the Gilmore Girls, though. We're getting into yeah, Christmas season. Yeah, we're just gonna yet, but
1: we'll just sort of ease back a bit, you know. Pull ourselves back a few months.
0: So we are the Belladonna Watch Club. Get cozy with us while we dig into iconic shows and movies that one of us has never seen before. So we are back with our regularly scheduled Gilmore Girls. We are on episode eight of season one. Um, This is Love and War and Snow. Uh, This is one of my favorite episodes from season one. I love, I, it. Believe I love it. I love it. I love it. What did you think?
1: I, I feel like, I'm actually witnessing now what the Gilmore Girls is for so many people. I, I'm now in the like the comfort show, the cozy, the 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 show's whole sort of personality. It's all in this episode, and I really really enjoyed it. Um yeah. for a number of reasons. But yeah, I I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah. It's you get a really big dose of of all these different Gilmore girls kind of tropes or isms or just what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but it's it's just Gilmore girlness is strong yeah. in this episode.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. We've got traditions and we've got um the aesthetics are all there the mm-hmm. the traditions the things that we can pull away and bring into our everyday lives and it feels special there's
0: something special it is it it's a really special episode we we also get a lot of love triangle a lot of romance mm-hmm. in this in this episode and in, in many different forms and then we get yeah the coziness because it's the first snow of the year so we get a lot of glimpses into different settings and how different things are happening like there's the town hall there is obviously you know we're back at Emmeline and richard's house we've got lorelei's house we've got the inn like there's lots of different settings in this episode and they're all awesome everything is great in this episode. i love it okay so we get the town hall in this and is this i can't remember it's been so long is this our first
1: town hall yes i didn't know where oh. we were it, okay th- it starts off a very different feeling i was thinking oh okay we're expanding <laughs> so
0: it's the town hall we have the mayor who's addressing everybody and i kind of cringed when he was like you know i've been the mayor for so long and you're all like my family it just kind of makes me think of when like bosses say that like Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it felt very much like that like you're not my kids but but then he goes straight up after that to be like wait who are you to like luke who stood up who's Apparently he's known since he was five years old. (laughs) It's like, you're all like family to me, but don't expect me to remember who you are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Lorelei and Rory are in this town hall meeting and they've got their hot dogs. This is a spectator sport. (laughs) That's it.
1: Oh yeah. They're here for the entertainment and it's great that they can, they can predict what's going to happen. This is so much a game and just an enjoyable Partly enjoyable. They make their own fun, clearly. Taking mental notes and tracking. What's going on? What's there? Let's check out Luke. How's he going to, how's he reacting? Where is he? And yeah, it's a spectator sport, just like you said. Yeah. Fabulous. And and like
0: you said, it's like a tradition in and of itself because you know it comes back every year because they know that, okay, so he's going to start talking and Luke is going to get agitated. Oh, oh. And he's going for the hat. And like, you know that he's like, <laughs> hey, there he goes. Like he stands up and he's so mad. He's so mad. Because they're talking about the reenactment of this Battle of Stars Hollow. But actually first, mm-hmm. the very first like little bit that we get is talking about Taylor Dosey is talking about how they don't need to be selling drug paraphernalia. And you're like, <laughs> what could they be selling? And he's like, nobody needs a lava lamp unless they're on drugs. <laughs> Taylor, simmer down. I have two uh, lava lamps just by the way. <laughs>
1: Just in well, case you're
0: obviously a, an addict you are you're a hot mess <laughs> addict.
1: <laughs> I mean I did live in According Vancouver for Dosen. 4 years.
0: <laughs> oh well, who knows then. All bets are off. <laughs> they are talking about the the Battle of Stars Hollow, which mm. is a non-battle. Uh Luke gets so upset because he's like 12 guys stood in a line overnight and nothing happened. That's the battle that's what happened the <laughs> red coats never came i love that they actually threw in the line 12 guys stood in a row to fight for land that we stole
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> i mm-hmm. love that that
0: feels like an extremely progressive line for like for 2000 yeah
1: oh absolutely right. luke has already demonstrated caring a lot about these kinds of issues and i think to have a character like that who's definitely one of our main characters be the one who brings stuff up like that i think it's very very not brave but yeah progressive of the show to 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 put that so so much yeah. at the forefront
0: and i i feel like typically a middle-aged or like an, an adult white man from a small town would not be represented with values necessarily like that all the time you know because mm. he's got his he likes kind of his sports, I feel, and you know, he's got his ball cap and his flannel, and he just is portrayed as like a certain type of guy. But then for him to be talking about the environment and colonization and stuff, like he's he's got layers, Luke. He's not he's our hero. Yeah. Oh, Luke. <laughs> Luke. So I love that. Thank you so much, Amy Sherman Palladino, for doing that for us. So we get the town hall. We learn about the reenactment and how every year they 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 do it they have the reenactment of these these men who stood in a line for star's hollow it's ridiculous but it's star's hollow and they they cherish very particular things they want to celebrate their town and their history no matter how meager <laughs> it actually reminds me a little bit we went on a ghost walk in october of a small town near where I live. And we were, you know, we're, it's a ghost walk. It's a haunted tour. We're expecting lots of, you know, gore. Not gore, because it was also kind of a family-friendly event. But we're expecting a little mm-hmm. bit more something. A little bit more. And it was like this one guy 200 years ago killed his family. And it was just like, oh, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of it is a historical walk. And so it reminded me a lot of that.
1: Where it's like, <laughs> me oh, too. Honey. Instantly. That's... Exactly where my brain went to was was this little was this small town walk, haunted, you know, ghost walk. Um, I'm not from a small town, but the impression I get is that small towns really do like to cling to anything that can make them feel proud, that they have a place in history. And like, fair enough. Great do it. It's it all adds to the charm, doesn't it? Yeah, that's
0: it. They had their like their one their one murderer and then there was a duel. We're known for but this. But it actually yeah. happened like
1: 12 miles down the road. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> it was charming and sweet. Yes, it was. So, from this scene, we move to Laura listening to the voicemail. So, it's like cozy. It's dark. She's got her blanket on because she goes and opens up the window. And you could tell like the breeze is coming and the curtains are moving. There's a guy standing back there with a fan. Like <laughs> 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 She's listening to this voicemail from Max Medina, like on loop, basically. She's just living for being wanted and chased and sought after by this man. She just adores it. And then Rory comes in.
1: Totally Imagine. breaking the romance of the moment. Lorelai yeah. has set up this amazing, like... Ooh, there's a storm coming in, and and she's got like the excitement of the snow, and she's like breathing it in, and she's got the the snuggly this, and she's got a lovely romantic, romantic sort of message for Voicemail. her. It's the whole <laughs> moment, the whole moment. And then yeah, Rory comes in. She's like, What are you doing? Close the window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like life like with teenagers, like, mom, <laughs> like pardon. And then Lorelai says, I smell snow. And I know the like air that she's talking about. It hasn't snowed yet. You can smell it. You know, the air smells cold and different. And you know that it's going to snow soon. You just know it. But Lorelai takes it to like a whole other level. She's like, it's going to snow tomorrow. She's like using She's a predictor of the weather, (laughs) but only snow. Again, you know, this is like a song and dance that they've done before where... Lorelei starts telling all the reasons that she like, loves snow and Maury's like, I know
1: ma. all the best things in my life happened when it was snowing. <laughs> you took your first steps and I did this and,
0: oh, yeah,
1: brilliant. But the, honestly, the smell of snow is something that I, I really, really miss. Um, I live yeah. in England at the moment and for the past six, almost seven years. And I, I miss Ontario winter. I, I can't believe I'm saying it because Ontario winters are deadly, but I really miss it. It's a completely different kind of feeling. And I really, really crave that. Yeah. The, the crispness and very often you'll get a clear sky. Mm-hmm. Which is like what England does not get a clear sky ever. Um, but I miss that. And like, I, I have a picture in my mind of like thick, hard snow, and blue the bluest blue sky and the air is still and it's crisp but it's like fairly dry oh, oh, oh. and then so you get the nice crunch sound of and the, snow the snow when you walk on it
0: oh yeah and when it's that cold the snow is like fine and it sparkles Especially even at night, like you see with that dusting in the, in the streetlights, the snow sparkles. It's beautiful. That's when it's mm-hmm. like minus 30 and it is extremely cold. <laughs> like it's not going to snow when it that yeah. cold. Because it's too no. cold to snow. Because when the sun is out or when this, there's no clouds, it means it's going to be hecking cold on the ground.
1: But this when is Canadian clouds, science, actually- by the way, everybody. Canadian science. Yes.
0: <laughs> but you know that if it's cloudy, it's less likely to be as cold. So it's deceptive because it's like February in the sun zone. You're like, finally, oh my god! And you go out, and it's like minus thirty. Like, why? It's
2: the sun lying <laughs> to me. And terrible. all your nostril
0: hairs freeze.
2: Oh, oh my, my gosh! God. You try to
0: breathe in, and your nose like gets stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. listeners, for that horrible sound I just made. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I 100% know the the smell that she's talking about but like keep in mind they're in Connecticut so they're lower they're much f- more south than we are so that for them I don't know how often it snows like that in Connecticut because they get like a, a heckin snowstorm I keep saying heckin that's the vibe today they get a crazy <laughs> snowstorm down uh, in Connecticut and you know Hartford and Stars Hollow for this episode and It seems, based on how everybody's in a tizzy, that it's not a very common occurrence, Mm. a snowstorm like this. Lorelai just adores the snow. She thinks it's, you know, everybody bundling up and getting cozy or going out for a hike or whatever. And so obviously this is not a months and months and months long process for them because (laughs) it's a novelty, it seems, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, the first snow of the season and... And you've already mentioned one of the themes of of today's episode, which is tradition and uh, and the things to look forward to. And so right off the bat, we've got Lorelai in such a romantic and fantastical and sort of, I don't, I don't know, spiritual almost mood. That's her vibe. Yeah. That's her vibe. She's in there. She's ready. So it's almost like anything could happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I've got a clip here of them actually listening to the voicemail. Because, yeah, keep in mind, Max is Rory's teacher. Imagine yeah. imagine, being in high school and your mom is, like, trying to date your teacher and in the middle of the night is, like, listening to his voicemails, like, out loud because it's 2000 and you're not going to wear your earbuds and listen to your voicemail in private. Okay, here we go. How many times are you going to listen to that till it stops being sexy? Stop, that's my teacher you're talking about. I have to respect him. Okay, well, if it makes you feel any better while he's being sexy, he's also being grammatically correct.
2: Better. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Sorry I woke you up. It's okay. It's all fodder for the tell-all. I mm-hmm. love that last line. Like, she has her lorelei like, wit. She doesn't yeah. churn it out in the same way, but it's all there. She's like, eh, it's all fodder for the tell-all. Like, you do what you mm-hmm. want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Storing mm-hmm. it for later. Yeah, and I love how Lorelai tried to bring it down to Rory's levels. Like, oh, if you need to respect him, let's think of how he was being teacherly. Pick yeah, on I've him; he's trying- a nerd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's fine. It's fine, Rory. I've been trying to think of how terribly awkward it would be to have one of your teachers dating your mom. It yeah, yes. it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be comfortable at all. I'm just trying to you think know. if there was
1: any if there was any teacher of mine that would have even been like an option for my mom absolutely not no or vice versa my dad oh god oh
2: well (laughs) right right because my my
1: mom
0: probably the same ones I was into this is getting weird but
1: (laughs) 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 let's move along next scene yeah sure yeah okay
0: um so as much as Lorelai is excited about this no not everybody is Michelle Mm our darling michelle who does not hold back
1: (laughs) he supplies the counter argument
0: (laughs) yes he's not excited about the snow at all lorelei is like oh we should like trying to prepare the inn because she thinks everybody is going to want to be out in the snow and be as excited as she is and we've got michelle here does not hold back in case anyone wants to hike you do know that not everyone finds the idea of being pelted with frozen water appealing.
1: I know, and how sad for them.
0: The thrilling sensation of getting lost in the blizzard, of freezing to death in the woods, and having to eat your friend's buttocks to stay alive, that is lost on many people. I am telling you, five minutes in a snowball fight, we could knock that stick
2: right out of your butt.
0: <laughs> I love this. So she just takes him as he is. She doesn't mm-hmm. try to like tamper- tamp him down or whatever. She's just like, oh, you... And he doesn't get offended that she tells him that he has a stick in his butt. Like, they just let each other in this whole show. Everybody's just allowed to be themselves and have their personalities. And he takes his nice go. little
1: jab in American history and, like, the Donner family, <laughs> the Donner party <laughs> history. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah good for him
0: and so we're at the independence inn rory and lane walk in and so lane is trying to tell rory all about her new crush and rory is just like out to lunch she is not paying attention she's looking for her notes she isn't listening to a word that she has to say and you can see lane is just so crushed and she's like not getting mad at rory but she's also not hiding the fact that she's upset she's like Rory listen to me this is important to me Mm -hmm.
1: it's really interesting seeing the two of them being at different stages of attraction and like guy interest Rory is in the first steps of her relationship but Lane is still like the distant admirer you know she's 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 got the specifics and it's the big big crush which ding Ding ding! Who can relate? I can. I can relate. This is exactly me for like f- 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 four straight years. <laughs> you know, yeah, say, you all know of this high school. Well. <laughs> yes, <I do. laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's it's just really cool that for uh, we're seeing them not relate to one another, and we're seeing how the how that is causing some some separation in a way. You know, yeah. they they they're just they're at different at different levels, and I think they haven't quite had to tackle this yet.
0: Yeah. And it's causing some friction because Rory is being very aloof about it all and really just isn't giving Lane the time of day. And when she does, Mm -hmm. it's for like half a second. I love the part where she's looking for her chemistry book and she's still not listening to Lane. She's asked Lane where it is. And then Lorelai comes in and Rory's like, oh, mom, have you seen She's like, yeah, big scary chemistry book behind the desk. She just knew immediately what she was looking for where she could find it and that is the kind of person i am like mm-hmm. i at a previous job was kind of like in charge of of our members in the space and i always was like aware of the members needs i would see somebody like kind of looking around and i would like pass them a pen and they would like how did you like this is crazy and so that was like <laughs> oh that's me and i want to be that mom I also want my kids to take care of their own stuff and not be that mom. And it's a very hard place to <laughs> be. <laughs> I like, don't need me for everything, but need me for stuff. The things that I want you to need me for. Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We good? Mm-hmm. I also really love that Lane is in her like full band get up. Like her oh, full bless uniform. Her. I know. She's <laughs> so sweet. and Everybody's teasing her about it. Like like calls her Sergeant Pepper, which I adore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go into the kitchen where still lane is just like can you please like listen to me and she calls her out on it here she's like i really hello and rory is still just like not listening she's she's asking it makes Sookie you wonder
1: and i actually I, I i asked myself can they be effective support for each other right now and mm. i i don't know if they can I, I not for each other as soon as we've got lorelei and Suki their input on, on what's going on. All of the attention goes to, ooh, who does Rory have these cookies for? We know she doesn't like these ones. They're for Dean. And so all of the focus goes into this, you know, this great little flirty thing that's exciting because they're actually together and it's new and let's get exciting. Whereas it's sort of like you you forget or, well, no one really cares all that much if it's still just a, a crush, you know, because um, it's, it's, crushes kind of stay the same like until you make a move it's just a crush um but it's still really really heavy and it's an investment of feelings so i really really feel for lane throughout this whole episode but here especially it's like yeah i'm excited for you too in your new relationship but i'm i'm in distress here (laughs) and and it's it's it sucks it sucks and i think she Plays it really
0: well. Yeah. I like that she isn't just being meek about it necessarily because some That's people true. would just be like, I'm okay, I'm just not going to say anything. I don't want to get into it and like rock the boat or whatever. But she is trying to stand up for herself. She is trying to speak mm. up. She is trying to ask for her friends' attention. And like, you can't help but feel for Rory too because she is overwhelmed. She does have a lot yeah. going on. And so she's not doing it out of spite, she's not intentionally trying to ignore Lane. But that doesn't mean it's not hurtful at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you you see where they're both at because you also, we've all been there in the new relationship too, where it's just like, that's all you think about and it's so exciting. And, Mm -hmm. and you know, school still is a huge factor for her. So the chemistry book. And so you Mm -hmm. see where they're both at, you see both sides, but that's part of friendship is, is pushing through your own stuff to be there for your friend because you're both always going to have stuff. So, It's a matter of how you balance that in your friendships that matters, I guess. Um, do you like Rocky Road? Do you know? It took me forever to even know what Rocky Road was. It's a big thing in the States, I think, unless here.
1: Does it have know. marshmallows in it?
0: It's like marshmallows and almonds and
2: chocolate. Oh. Um
1: I think I wouldn't mind. I mean, I've got I'm I'm a hella sweet tooth, so I probably wouldn't <laughs> mind. But it's definitely a distinctive one that like Okay, if if Rory doesn't like it, why the hell does she have a bag of Rocky Road? (laughs) Right? So So she has the Rocky
0: Road cookies. I think it's usually ice cream. Mm. But I had heard of it because of, like, American TV and books and all of that. But until I was well into, like, my teenage life, I don't think I'd ever tried it. It's not something that comes up a lot here. I think I would like it as a cookie. I'm just listening to that. I'm like, okay, Rocky Road Cookies. I can get kind on of board with that, but I don't like it as ice cream because I don't like nuts in my ice cream. It's too crunchy. I don't go for ice cream for that. It's not the texture. Is, I'm, <laughs> no, thank you. Put in a cookie. You've already got crunchy. So I yeah.
2: think,
0: I, I, think I, could, I could try that. I might have to make some for us sometime. Ooh. So I have a question, actually, before we move on. Right
1: on. Who hangs out before
2: school? I don't know.
1: I mean, apparently Rory and Lane do. Also, not
0: even just like popping over to each other's houses. They have left their houses. They've gone to the inn and then they're going to school. Like, okay. I don't get it. Rory's test was at what? Eight o'clock? Eight, ten? Eight in the other episode. So that means her school starts at eight. What time is it? It takes her half an hour to get to school from stars hollows so it's at the very least seven seven fifteen that means they got up at what six Ew. no teenage girl is getting up at six to go get ready and meet your friend like at your mom's work cookies or not like i don't understand the time tv time math here
1: i think this town is smaller than i even thought <laughs> i don't right? like, how long does it take them to get
0: there five minutes <laughs> yeah
1: probably just to walk around the maybe they just
0: bumped into each other on the way because it's tiny but
1: literally is a film set <laughs> it's the size <laughs> of like a sound stage that's it <laughs> right
0: that's it there's nothing else so they go to the bus stop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and once again lane is just trying to like talk through this crush on this guy that she's known forever and suddenly he's cute And isn't funny how that happens? Like I'd never Mm -hmm. noticed you before and now I have hormones and now you have hormones and you look different and I feel different. And I think this is a good thing for us. Like (laughs) (laughs) do something about Mm -hmm. this. When it's reciprocated, when it's not reciprocated, you're almost embarrassed. You're like, why do I like you all of a sudden? This is weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're at the bus stop and they're talking about the boy and then Dean pops it. Right in between
1: them. Ta-da! Right? Yep.
0: Right in the middle. Mm -hmm.
1: To hand back a book he's been reading at the suggestion of Rory. And they say it's Jane Austen. And I believe them. It's definitely Jane Austen. But I can't tell which book it is exactly. So I did actually Google it and look it up to be like, what is this? Because easily it could just be Pride and Prejudice or Sense and Sensibility. But it's too small a book. It's too short a story. So. I believe, what I found on Google anyway, was that it's Northanger Abbey, which to me is a hilarious recommended book. Um, I am a Jane Austen fan. I'm not like a mega expert, but I am a fan of it. And Northanger Abbey is Jane Austen's take on the gothic romance. Like it's almost satirical, the amount that she just like really, really... Gets into the 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 gothic tropes and the like, uh, spooky like Northanger Abbey itself is this big, huge building, right? And and it's it's spooky and swoony and mysterious, and there's this romantic but mysterious hero, um, Henry Tilney, and our heroine, um, Catherine Moreland, Her imagination tends to get the better of her, and and I just think it's so what. <laughs> What a book to hand to your like new beau as like, yeah, you should read Jane Austen. Try this one. And you just had like, it's basically like giving them the, the weird episode. You know, if you're like, <laughs> you're making a suggestion, like watch this show here, watch the bizarre off kilter one. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: I loved that little dive you just did on that. That was wonderful. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. And then, so he turns around and says that she needs to read Hunter Thompson, which feels like such a douchey teenage boy thing to do. hmm Are we, oh, Dean, like, yeah, sure, but it, it almost feels like too, too cliche for a teenage boy wearing leather being like, oh, this is who I, I gotta read Hunter Thompson because I'm so
2: cool.
1: Well, he's <laughs> reminding us that he's a 16, 17 year old boy just yeah. that
2: <laughs>
1: yeah i i was okay i was thinking actually the first time we saw him and how to me he sounded like a teacher like he sounded so much older and grown up and he still kind of does but his behavior and his performance now is definitely solidifying him in my mind as like yeah he's a teen boy <laughs> i think that's just yeah. the actor whose name i can't remember anymore but i think that's just the actor's voice it's just a bit funny like that jared padalecki jared padalecki That's the
0: man, which is really hard for me to say because I always think it's Paladecki, which is not his name. Oh, (laughs) and I always see it.
2: Yeah,
0: and then I see it there, and my brain just ADHD is the letters around, and I just am like, I see the beginning, I see the end, Patio Deck, Patio Decky, yeah, Jared Patio (laughs) Decky. Sure. Um, For our viewers and listeners who want a bit of uh, Jenny and Lisa lore, we were notorious for giving people nicknames in high school. They weren't like to be necessarily insulting. It was just to be more like clandestine with our conversations around Mm -hmm. everybody else. (laughs) So we at one point made a list of all of our different nicknames that we had for people and it was long. It was a yeah. very long list. It was there was over 30. Was it over 30 or 60? I think it was 30.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd say it's it was probably anywhere between like 40 and 50.
0: Probably yeah, 40. It was long. Yeah. yeah, we're used to renaming things at at Leisure just <laughs> whenever we want. And so yeah, so Lane is just trying to like talk to her friend and we've all also been there where like the boyfriend just shows up and he's just like wedges himself physically between them and you're just like come mm-hmm. on and then all bets are off it's not about Lane anymore and Lane kind of just like skulks off to school she's just like this sucks
1: now we need to know what's Emily up to
0: yes I don't know how to say this without making it seem like I have the same relationship with Emily or with my mother as they do oh. but boy do I feel this where you're just like enjoying your life having a nice time and then there's like a phone call from your mom and you're like oh for fuck's <laughs> sake <laughs>
1: Yes, Lorelai like, is still in, like, winter wonder mode. Yeah, she's just
0: in this, like, romantic, her whole voice, her this entire episode, her voice is, like, ah, breathy and either flirtatious or romantic. And she's just got this mm-hmm. whole, like, ooh, kind of voice going, like, the whole episode. Except when she's talking to her mom.
2: Independence. changes when it snows.
0: It's it quiet. Everything softens.
1: It's your mother.
0: And then the rain comes. <laughs> just the like breaking of the of the daydream of the fantasy. Just mm-hmm. like oh boy, <laughs> you know it's not. But it's go Emily long, so.
1: in casual mode almost. I was startled by her outfits this episode. Yeah. She's like she's in like cozy cardigan and trousers. No. Yeah, because usually just has the really blouses.
0: Cool. And she's usually very put together. And in a bit of a frenzy, she's panicked. Laura, have you seen the news? And she's just like, um, what's going on, mom? And she, she's like, it's gonna snow, and there's black ice, and it's freezing, and there's all these accidents. When will you be here for dinner? Like, yes. <laughs> I love that. Through all the chaos and pandemonium and literal possibly fatal danger but it's Friday night, so when will you be here? Emily has made arrangements for Rory to be picked up at school by their driver. Um, Naturally. And then they arrange for Rory to sleep over. Rory's going <laughs> to sleep at the at the Gilmore house because of the horrible snowstorm, and Lorelai like, gets out of Friday night dinner.
1: Amazing. For the first
0: time since its inception. Eight yes. episodes. It took her eight episodes. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> With a major weather event. <laughs> It's an act of God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, you know, the snow is doing Lorelai a solid already. Mm-hmm. Got a lot. All of the best things have happened when it's snowed. And so she gets out of Friday night dinner, and Emily starts saying like, "Oh well, if it's still snowing tomorrow," and then she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, let's wait to see what it's like tomorrow before we change. Like, fill out a change of address cards for for Rory, please." Mm-hmm. And that very much feels like my mom. <laughs> it's just like okay and then we need to do this then do this and but what about if this happens and what about to, like can we just slow down can we just like figure it out when we need to figure the thing out because right now there's like variables upon variables upon variables can we just like <laughs> wait please just the
1: overprepared anxiety brain yeah
0: yeah and then it just becomes too much and then too many options leads to more anxiety so it's like can we just slow down <laughs> let's just wait let's just wait and see what happens tomorrow okay so off they go for the little plans, and we see Lorelai walking down the street, bumping into Luke. They have a little chat, mm-hmm. and then reenactors appear, and they list off some of the different people that are in this group. And it's like the fire chief, the police chief, the like you know, the head doctor, whoever it is. Like, cool, all the first responders are here, and they're going to be out <laughs> all night in a snowstorm. <laughs> we feel safe. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love reenactors. Just for the for the record, like, I I think reenactors and that kind of like historian, expert storytelling, pseudo expert storytelling. I love reenactors, and uh, I love that all of these guys they're still gung ho about it. Like, I don't think anyone is being forced to be there. They're no, just like they're passionate. I'm gonna stand out here. This is my history. I'm gonna tell it. We have no audience, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
0: And they're honored to do it. Mm. They're, like, proud. And it's part of their heritage and their history. And some of them, I'm sure, their dads did it. You know, Luke said his dad used to do it. And, you know, I'm sure his dad wanted to, like, pass down the reenactment musket to him. And he Instead, he was it. buried with it. <laughs> he was buried with it. He meant business about his musket. <laughs> Which, shouldn't that be in a museum? Now it's just yep. rotting in the ground with some guy. I'm just saying, culturally, that's not the best way to respect your heritage and the, like, legacy of this of this battle is by taking a piece of it with you. I'm just saying, Luke's dad, Mr. Danes, I disagree with it, that decision. <laughs> so, Luke invites Lorelai in for a coffee. It's snowing, and you think she's going to do it because she just seems casual. She has no plans. Yeah. She just says, no, thank you. I'm going to enjoy the snow. I'm going to go for a walk, enjoy the snow. And so she declines his offer to go in for coffee, which seems like a very fateful decision. Cause... I
1: like the 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 uh, sort of the movement of that little really short scene. So they're having one of their meaningful chats that they've had before. Lorelai is, of course, still in her romantic fancy zone, um, and Luke is typically our like logical guy. You know, he's a bit more sort of grounded, straightforward, logical talk. Um, But I almost think Lorelai has sort of, if she hasn't exactly won him by the end of the scene, like, she's speaking in her romantic language, he's speaking in his very logical, straightforward, whatever language. Um, he doesn't, I don't think she like hooks him in. I think he decides to take the shot and be a bit romantic in doing the, I'll get you some coffee. Come on in and I'll get you some coffee. I feel like he makes quite a transition right at the end of that scene. To just be like, hey, let's turn this into a little potentially romantic moment. She's in the zone. I don't need to be worried about these reenactors and these guys. I'm I'm done with arguing about that. I'm done with being upset about that. Let's turn this around. And I just like it's really cute. It's such a short scene, but like, hmm. It's like he yeah. deliberately, deliberately turns it around.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of tenderness from him in that. And it's not overt. He's not asking her out on a date or anything. No. But him just being like, Come on in, like, come come spend time with me in the diner. Mm. I'll get you coffee. And she says, she's like, no, I'll just walk. So it seems just, you know, casual enough. Uh, she's like, I'm going to walk and enjoy the snow. And then as she walks away, he, the way he's looking at her
2: mm-hmm.
0: is like, she's the most delicious snack. He's like, if she is a snack. I want the snack. Give me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is okay. infatuated
1: yeah his but all he he can't he can't make the the snow appear he can't give her this whole like magical moment the best he can do is give her coffee what a weird little moment for
0: him at this moment there's i guess the band is setting up for the reenactors it seems because it's nighttime now and the band is there and we've got Lane and this Rich Blumenfeld, that's his name, Rich Blumenfeld, with his luscious hair, which, by the way, is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't Very
0: luscious and wavy, and it's got its streaks of blonde. It's like Adonis hair. The boy itself is, you know, as a teenager, cute enough, sure. but... The hair is, like, on point. Good job. I wonder how many people are, like, how they auditioned for this this part. All, like, the <laughs> great hair in the audition room. Just like, all these, like, teenagers with amazing hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but Lane knows. left to her, her own devices, and without the support that she was so craving at the beginning, um, she takes matters into her own hands,
2: and early? she
1: goes for it. Yeah. And she goes for it. <laughs> And she 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 sees the head of hair right there, and and her hand, she says later, her hand sort of had a mind of its own, runs her fingers through his hair, and oh girl, why?
2: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, no. she let
0: the intrusive thoughts win. She let she let, let the it. thought take control. She runs her hand through his hair, and it's not just that she did it because he's like what? Other people saw it too Mm -hmm. because people start laughing because at first you don't really realize that other people have heard until she starts like running away and then people are like giggling and laughing and so you're like oh no that just adds like a whole level of mortification to the the situation and she books it she's like i can't live this down which is almost worse right because she like trips Mm -hmm. over some stuff and knocks it over and then she's like running in her dorky band uniform like through this open streets where everybody can see her running away. (gasps) Like Elaine, baby girl, just like, say you had a fluff or something like just like quick, quick. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) But she panics. Understandably panics, Mm -hmm. runs away. And we don't really know where she's gone yet, but she just, she runs away. Laura lies out for her walk and Mm -hmm. through the snow, in like a beam of light standing under a lamppost at a car garage (laughs) it's Max Medina did your heart like skip a beat when it just like I don't know mine did mine did it's just that moment of imagining walking down the street and then just seeing the person and it being like
1: (gasps) that's yeah I mean I definitely know the feeling absolutely um I was more distracted by the snow and how real it looks it looks really real in this scene in the in a following scene it doesn't look real at all but in this scene the yep. falling snow looks really good to in, a,
0: in one of the later scenes it almost looks like bubbles like really thick foamy bubbles
1: spray paint you yeah know, something like this weird yeah it's very weird yeah but um but yes absolutely like one of those just it's 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 everything is magical right now the gift keeps on giving And, uh, you know, surprise, serendipitous is the word that I wrote down here. Ah. Here he is and totally unexpected as if, you know, as if by magic, here it is.
0: Well, well, well. What's up, Teach? What are you doing here? I live here. What are
2: you doing here? I was
0: on my way back from Stanford. My car decided to stop. Here? Yes.
2: In my town? Yes. Good
0: car. (laughs) she's so suave and smooth Mm -hmm. i love her i also have to say they put her in light blue a lot which is absolutely stunning on her because of her Mm -hmm. eyes even in the dark somehow it makes her eyes just like shine and pop it's incredible her interaction all of her interactions with him she's It's almost over the top how smooth and flirtatious they are, where it's it's like dripping with flirtatiousness and sensuality. And they just are like, it's so much, it's so much fun, but it's just like over the top. And I... It's like
1: they belong in an old-fashioned movie, I think. Yeah. It's like they've sort of, they've both decided that they're in this old-fashioned romantic movie and they're just, they're both going to play the part. And everyone else is just existing in Stars Hollow. That's it.
0: being normal, (laughs) like, you want to come for coffee? And then being like, oh, good car. What brings you here to my town? (laughs) And so they decide to hang out, go on a date. Let's turn it into a date. Where's Rory? Mm. She's at her grandparents' house. It's like, oh, you're here in my town and you don't have a child today and you have nowhere to go and it's snowing. Like, what are we going to do? And they're, like, Lorelai's thirsty. She wants it. She wants him so badly, even though she is showing, like, so much restraint by, like, not calling him back or it not working out or whatever. And so she's, like, letting this tension build up. The sexual tension is so palpable in, like, the whole episode. Mm -hmm. But she's letting it build. She's, like, living for it because she knows that it's building for him too the longer that she like lets it all dry out and keep him guessing the more fun that they're both having because he's well, totally and she's, game
1: and she's had the time to have the the voicemail play over and over and have his voice in her head and and his sexy voice sexy voicemail but i don't he doesn't have that so she she's been able to play around with that and have it like i was about to say fester which is absolutely not Ooh, the vibe we're not going the word. for but she's It's it's had time to um to um no that's still kind of gross marinate marinate yeah Yeah. marinate (laughs) and saturate itself and drench itself in her brain. So yeah, so she's in exactly the right state of mind for this. And uh I like that he he meets her right there and he's like, All right, okay, okay, let's jump right into jump right into our little play-along thing. Meanwhile,
0: Rory is over at the gilmore's house and the cook, Florence. Who Richard was like, what the hell is Florence? Uh Florence, the cook is unable to make it because of the storm, mm. which sends Emily. She has no idea what to do. Imagine being so rich that you don't know how to cook for yourself at all.
1: And I love Richard's like completely, like, completely clueless suggestion of like, well, let's go out to eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Were you paying attention? No. Yeah, Richard- <laughs> he is not.
0: He does not care. He's not invested at all in this. And I have a little clip here of how, like, non-caring Richard is of this whole scenario. Because, yeah, Florence isn't coming. Emily, they are, like, two opposite reactions of this. Because it's like, Richard is not paying attention. He does not really... And then Emily cares so much. She's panicking and freaking out.
2: Uh, We'll figure something out, then.
0: What? What will we figure out?
2: I don't know. I
0: hate the damn snow. So, the first thing about this scene is Richard says... We'll figure something out. Well, showing zero effort to figure something out, he is like, like we'll figure something out. It means what? You'll figure something out. Like, oh, we'll figure something out. Inactive, completely inactive in the problem solving of this moment.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um, I love how we have the beautifully stark contrast of Lorelai and Emily when it comes to their attitudes about the snow. Obviously, yep. they're going to be polar opposites. Of course. I hate the snow, she says. And she's just so (laughs) upset about it. And the thing that gets Richard's attention is Emily being like, well, so you're okay with not having any dinner? And he's like, excuse me? Like, that is (laughs) not... The option. Something that I found kind of weird about Emily in this is that <laughs> she's like, this is the only decent meal that Rory gets. Like, she's only here once a week. Like, she cares so much about. Again, it's like appearances, right? Where she thinks that Rory is here for like the caliber of the dinner. Like, Rory does not care if they're going to eat rack of lamb with pureed parsnips or whatever it was going to. Like, she does not care about that. She's also mm-hmm. only there because she has to be. She's growing on them, is whatever. But she's not there because of the three star three michelin star quality dinner that she's getting and then richard with his whole like rory are you in any way undernourished or requiring like a
2: (laughs) i love this
1: bit i love his little speech here because it's like it's so lorelei you see lorelei in that the like the just the 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 like stretching out the joke and he's like really, really is like extensive imagery. And there's the father daughter resemblance right there. And I love it so much, so much. And like, yeah, does, does Emily really think that Lorelai got this far, that Rory got this far in, in her life on inadequate food and, and meals (laughs) and things like really? Do you really think that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's ridiculous. And to think that Rory cares about what dinner is going to be at all is insane. At no point has Rory brought up any interest in what's being served at these dinners. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, the fact that she's like, your sense of humor comes out at the weirdest moments or the worst possible moments. (laughs) And you just know that that's where Lorelai gets it. It's from Richard. And then she just takes it and, like, took it and magnified it to a million, probably to annoy her mom is where it came from initially, Mm. and then it just became, like, just who she
2: is. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. And so Rory, 17-year-old Rory, voice of reason, shouldn't we just go look in the fridge? Like, can't we just move this to the kitchen and figure out what's going on? And then they decide (laughs) to make a frozen pizza. and
1: (laughs) This magical thing called the frozen pizza. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and you can tell that
0: they, like... They straight up said, they're like, we don't know how this got here. This made Anna, Anna. The maid. Yes. Got one. Got <laughs> one. <laughs> He's so proud of himself for knowing who Anna was. Um, everything else in the freezer is like in this butcher paper. So, you know, it's high quality cuts of meat. And then you've got this frozen pizza, which is just like Ma! something we can make. And they're like, you can't. You can't make that. You can't possibly like. I'm. They think she's gonna like burn the kitchen down, and that she just like doesn't know what to do. And they're like, "Girl, you take it out of the packaging and you put it in the oven." And she's just, "Oh, you guys go sit down. You
1: go relax. I'll take care of it. You guys, it's okay." And we see that casual Emily. She's showing that that she can kind of, sort of relinquish control when she's like at at her full extent. You know,
0: yeah, when she's up against the wall. And it's frozen we'll pizza or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Then we're back with Lorelai and Max. They're walking around and they're getting food and they're picking up stuff. And, and Lorelai hasn't really told Max what they're doing for their date. He is very willingly being led. And so they have a little discussion about who is taking who out. And there's a nice some banter about that where it's like, well, you did the canceling. Yeah, so I'm going to do the taking out and blah, 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 blah. Um, they're walking around and they're discussing past relationships and if they've ever been close to being married. And so they're kind of getting to know each other a little bit and they haven't really had a chance to really get to know one another. Still, everything is being said with this tone of, like, seduction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> everything that they're yeah. saying.
1: I, I wrote it, that, that Max's speech, like the way that he speaks, he's... He's sometimes straightforward like Luke, but he definitely, I guess being the English teacher or whatever, he appeals to Lorelai's romantic. Um, and he talks about, yes, fate, poetry, and love, all these things that just he he is exactly matching her, her whole scene right now. I like like she picks up and verbalizes that she's picked up on it, like, oh. He talks about fate. Is this fate? Are we talking about serendipity? Are we talking about this? Ooh, there's that again. I love this bit of Lorelai's backstory that we find out about. Um, Because obviously, yeah, they're discussing their pasts and their relationships and things that, um, despite Lorelai being currently so uh, imaginative and and romantic, she says, you know, well, Rory's dad proposed. Like, oh yeah, really, really? And then the bell rang and I was late for chem lab, like, oh, how romantic, you know, (laughs) this woman who clearly she craves this kind of romance and, and sort of like, probably like a fairy tale romance almost, or she seems to anyway, um, that her one time being proposed to was in high school before chem lab, like, come on, come on. Oh man, the poor thing. Oh, this is the scene where the snow looks less real. I think the snow looks oh, like okay. spray foam. Interesting. <laughs> it's like covering I didn't the chair. The <laughs> it's really bad. The snow I has stopped falling. Didn't. It's just like it's all collected now by this point.
0: <laughs> okay. Because it's falling again later uh, yes. when they're looking at the rain actors and when Luke is talking to them outside with the, the coffees. And so that's the one oh, that yeah. I noticed. It's chucking it, looks it like down there. Yeah. It's like sticking together where it looks like a thick foam. Like, if you had, like, a bubble blower, but it's just, like, spitting foam, that's what it looks like. It's just heavy and falling. Anyway, it's gross. But I don't think it would have looked quite as gross in 2000 with the technology of televisions that they had back then. I think it would have looked fine. (laughs) so they don't know where they're going they're on their way to this like secret date and they're both and Lorelai is still just like living and being mysterious and it's like you're in my town this is my rules and you're gonna listen and do what I do and it's like they're both talking about how they're possibly crazy for leading each other into whatever situation they're going into and while this is happening Rory is actually going through Lorelai's old stuff and finds a picture of her and Christopher so Lorelai had been talking about how she'd been proposed to and Lori Lori Rory <laughs> is at their house or her at her old house you know having dinner and so she sees this like photo booth strip of Christopher and Lorelai and it's really sweet and she like puts it in her pocket because she's going to bring it home it's her dad like we haven't met well, Christopher yet and, and it but makes
1: so much sense that she would be thinking about like high school romances and relationships because she's, she's in one she's new in one so of course she's going to be thinking about like you know do do high school couples stay together like what what does this obviously her mom and dad they didn't work out they didn't stay together so that's all going to be on your mind isn't it you know as much as you're yeah. in in the early butterflies of a of a new relationship it's she's probably now thinking like wow well what does this mean in the grand scheme of things is this a
0: yeah yeah for sure and so she she pockets the picture and then her pager goes off <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is that
0: horrible beeping sound? <laughs> and I thought, she pulled something out and I was like, okay, it looked like it's small, so I thought it was going to be a flip phone, but way too early for a flip phone. It's her mm-hmm. pager. And so she calls back and Lane is at her house. Lane found refuge and solace and going to the Gilmore's house and she's like, where are you? She's freaking out and she's like, well, you know, I'm at Friday night dinners and then Lane just like rams her out. She's like, "You're always at like, I know you're at Friday night dinners, but you're always at school or at dean or at dinner, and I you're never here. I need you. I did something and it was terrible and horrible, and I need my friend. And I'm at your house, and like, what do we help?
1: And, it just erupts. It all. Yeah. It just yeah. And like I, her feelings right now must be an absolute mess because she's gonna be feeling embarrassed and confused and alone and so embarrassed just nervous and maybe abandoned even like cuz i'm thinking who does she have at school now anybody
0: i don't know i don't know i don't no. think so it doesn't seem like it seems like you know she's the nerdy korean band kid who has a really strict mom and they're super religious and like that doesn't exactly you know invite popularity amongst no <laughs> High school kids.
1: Yeah, she really at this moment needs someone to be, be giggly with. She has no one else to be giggly with, and so all of her like through the day thoughts about this crush of hers, they all have to stay locked in her brain. Like she can't just sort of you know at, at the end of science class talk about oh my god oh my god did you see him here like that's what that's what yeah. helps you get through it. But
0: she's or even write a note. Herself. You know, like you can't even like pass your friend a note in class. Yeah, she's so, definitely
1: like at the end of her tether and has just, she, she's yeah. very upset.
0: Yeah, and she low-key or maybe not low-key, but she like blames Rory for her doing this, which
1: I think is a stretch. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- yeah this you is, I think it, she, it, she definitely ex- exaggerates it, um, but in a way that makes sense for a very confused and upset teenager.
0: <laughs> yeah, where if she'd been able to let out all of her pent-up thoughts Maybe she wouldn't have just, like, bubbled over and (laughs) done the thing.
2: (laughs) No,
1: definitely.
0: So they're trying to talk, and then the snowstorm cuts the power, the phone lines down, and the phone call gets cut off. And Mm -hmm. so that is, you know, have to... To be determined how that call is going to go a little bit later on. And so we've got Lorelai on this date now with Max. Like She brings him to, they have like a small movie theater. I believe it's in a bookstore. If I'm not mistaken, they have like a movie theater attached. to the, They do like a movie night mm-hmm. at this bookstore. Lorelai is just being so obnoxious. And I love that Max is like, wow, you're really annoying.
1: <laughs> yes, because that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, you are talking a lot wow, I don't want to go on a date with you. But then they address it. They both address it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that because she's like, well, you need to know my flaws as well as my attributes. And they, you know, get into this flirty thing But well, it's good because if, you know, you're thinking about a woman who has so many good attributes, you might think that they're perfect. <laughs> then they have a kiss, a little smooch at the movies.
1: I think they're watching The House on Haunted Hill, which is like, because I think that's what the sign says outside. And you're like, uh-huh. How ill-fitting for, I think, how ill-fitting for, a, like, the first snowfall of the year. Like, what kind of a, what a weird choice. I don't know.
0: It was probably already decided and somebody takes their job picking the movies very seriously and wasn't going to <laughs> change it for anybody.
1: We're going to make a or- spooky, stay indoors and cuddle, and we might be surprised and suspenseful and something like that. There you go.
0: Maybe it's always horror movies. Maybe that's like a Friday night horror movie night at the bookshop. Could be. I like that idea. Let's go with that one. (laughs) It's canon. (laughs) Yes. It's official. (laughs) And so the Gilmore's pizza, it's ready. They're trying it. Richard is like in for it. He is like, this is so good. This is amazing. And I can just imagine. How
1: exciting. How novel. Wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Apparently it's better than the horrible salmon that they keep bringing in. (laughs) I think they both have their place, but I wouldn't be freaking out like Richard was. Although, you know, I think is it is the difference between having like a proper pasta meal and then something like really, really processed, like craft dinner or whatever. And you're just like, this is really good. It's not something I want all the time. <laughs> but it's like, it's a different type of good. It's a different type yeah. of delicious. Th- so that's it, like
1: it. right up at the top of my list of things that I miss from Canada. That's for sure. Graft oh, oh dinner. So they're about to eat their pizza. Crazy. You can pick it up. Well, All right. Here goes
0: nothing. Mmm, That's wonderful. See, Rory, pass me that cheese. Trust me. It makes all the difference.
2: <laughs>
0: so Richard was on board, Emily was not She took one bite and then it was too hot And she freaked out and put it back down And didn't want to eat anymore She's like, no, I'm fine, I'm just not going to eat Like, what the hell, girl, just eat your pizza Rory talks about how they have uh, pizza all the time Or frozen pizza Like, all the time, and her mom docks her to sit up And one time Suki came over and they put foie gras on it And that's when Emily, like, perks up Like, oh, how was it? And Rory's like, it was good once we took the foie gras off <laughs> and so she's like no but trust me with this trust me with the parmesan so she goes over puts the parm on emily's pizza and then emily like gets up like it was her idea that bugs me so much she's like oh richard you need to do this like excuse me you did she's not She's caught up in this. the
1: excitement of the deliciousness of course she's just like oh my goodness this will change your life oh my word but it's great like thought, this is yeah. she's so much more relaxed than we've ever seen her in this scene. And like I think it's great because so she's resisting. Oh, yeah. She want to be relaxed. <laughs> yeah. But but like as soon as she's there, it's like, well, mm. hey, there's there's no staff around. I have not like none of my staff. Um, Lorelai's not even here. If it weren't for Rory, it would just be me and my husband. But like, but Rory's here and she's injecting this kind of like youth energy, and we're just oh okay, okay. Oh, let's go. And it's like she's free to just sort of be Emily. The, like Emily, not you know Mrs. Gilmore. She's Emily, and I like how, that. That this is how the scene starts, um, is with the pizza, and then we sort of we start to have a bit of a an, an opening up, and we get to sort of uncover a little bit more of Emily, and we see the woman behind like the gloss and the facade of her of her properness, and you know, and of her her button up suits and whatever. And like Rory takes advantage of this excitement and this kind of energy, she she takes this moment of of openness, let's say, to to talk about and and show her show Emily and Richard the photo album that she spotted upstairs. Yeah, look at photos now. And uh. <laughs> well, before we pull out the the
0: photo book, they talk mm-hmm. about Errol Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> Who was a crush of Emily's. Was this before the photo book? I actually didn't write the. Oh, no. It's like it's right after. It's part of the photo book exchange. Prompted um, by the
1: photo album. Yes. We get to yes. explore a little bit of Emily's past. Mm-hmm. Right. So
0: Emily and Richard. And and because there's a picture of them on their wedding day. So they're it's, talking yes. about previous relationships. And if it hadn't been for Emily, I would have married. So the lady.
1: Who vaguely resembled Errol Flynn. <laughs>
0: Errol Flynn. And then Richard does this subtle like, mm, like mustache. Making, like a mustache? What like, Richard?
1: me. Uh, <laughs> Richard. I feel made. like that's <laughs> a long-standing joke of theirs. You know, that's a, a long time they've been making that little joke. Like, <laughs> remember her I, with the mustache? <laughs>
0: Errol Flynn. And <laughs> How Emily had Richard almost <laughs> swinging by the chandeliers because she wanted her like Errol Flynn pirate man, which I thought was very – you don't see them being cheeky and mischievous together very often and and oh. talking about their relationship in like a fun way like that or at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was really fun. And they're going through the pictures. And then we get to the picture of the debutante gown. And like you know, you know that they have a rough past and rough history and these are Lorelai's pictures. As soon as you, she brings out the book, like you know, it's going to cause some pain. Like, yeah, like we going to come in a mile way. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so you know, Rory's like, "Oh, I didn't realize she had a coming out party because it was her mom in this beautiful dress, and like, wow, she looks so beautiful. This like, what's this gown for?" And then I'm like, well, no, she, she didn't have a coming up party and then that just breaks the mood richard's like does anybody want some coffee
1: he's like you he know, tries to like tactfully shift the focus and like oh let's avoid avoid this moment but
0: and it's too late moments over oh right she did not have a coming out party because of me but the pregnancy mm-hmm. yeah it's just so far out of their comfort zone but everybody's having a nice time until that moment where it's a reminder of the painful past leading up to all of this. So that really sucked. We should have seen that coming, I think. Maybe. But I mean, it's fair for her to be curious about her family and all of their histories because she hasn't been part of it. So it's mm. natural for her to want to explore all of that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's again, it's it's her sort of extending the um, invitation to to participate in in her life or like extending the invitation to to interact with her grandparents like um we saw a few episodes ago when it was her birthday party the birthday parties mm. and despite having just been essentially scolded by Emily she still says hey I'd like you to be at my at my birthday party you know the other the the, the proper one um she still invites them and wants them to be part of it and I think Rory really really does want to make that kind of connection with her grandparents and you know she finds the photo album and it's they're not gonna offer up and say hey look at these photos of your mother as a child you know instead it's okay I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you with this because I want to know more and I want to show you that I'm invested in in your history and 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 my family history and I want to know I want to participate for the first time fair yeah That makes
0: sense meanwhile we have the snow coming down again and we've got the reenactors outside and Luke despite all of his harping on everybody he sees them standing outside and they're freezing cold and they're stomping and they're you know gonna be there all night and so Luke brings out this huge tray of coffees it's got a dozen coffees for them and some of them have just like the audacity to be like can I have herbal tea Kirk of course (laughs) asks for herbal tea and then he's now he's suddenly taking orders he's like I did not sign up for this man I just wanted to do like a nice thing and bring you coffee okay and what does everybody want he's like so I'm coming back with some herbal tea and some coffees
1: it's great because he doesn't like you know he's all he's 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 done the action of like what well, I'm I'm a sweetheart inside okay I can't help it I can't help it and he doesn't argue with them you know as soon as it's like well actually can I have herbal tea can I have cocoa you know he doesn't fight it. He just goes, okay, all right, yep, yep, sure, sure. Let's let's make them as comfortable. Yeah. He is. I I wrote down that Luke is a sweetheart wrapped up in cynicism. Yes, I th- I think I think that's pretty. Yeah, I think
2: yeah, that's pretty. That's accurate. exactly. Yeah, like he begrudgingly,
0: um, like he doesn't really want to, but he's like, I'm not going to say no either. So like, uh, hmm, okay, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm, okay, I'm taking orders now. Coke, two cocos and herbal tea. Like, I'll be back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but before he can make adjustments, who does he spot? Mm-hmm. Lorelai
0: and Max walking back from their date. And they're not just walking back. So at first, he sees them together, and they're cozy, and they're holding hands or whatever, and they're really close. And he automatically are like, oh, no. Ouch. That hurts. Mm-hmm. And then they start kissing. And then it's like, oh, ouch. Oh, no. Oh, you the feel so The whole world bad. stops
1: for Luke. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: And, like, you knew that he was into her, but you didn't quite realize to what extent. Maybe he didn't realize to what extent yeah. until he saw them together. Because it's a small town. If somebody's seeing somebody, typically I think everyone would know about it. So this feels, like, completely out of left field, completely out of the blue. There's this man that he doesn't know. Nobody's seen him before. Suddenly this is a stranger kissing his laurel eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just hurts. It's like a visceral ouch. (laughs) Big pain. So they're having a great time. (laughs) Yes. They go back to Lorelai's house and Lorelai kind of freezes on the porch and this is what I remember from Lorelai and her dating history. So that's why in the first episode when they're like, did you do something, slutty? And everybody's laughing. It's Lorelai being like, no, I've never, I didn't think this through and now you're here and at my house and I don't invite men to my house and I've been on dates Mm -hmm. but they've never been here and this is really foreign for me and even though Rory's not home it feels like it's her house too and I'm inviting somebody into her space and it's her teacher Mm -hmm. and she just kind of gets a bit weird about it but they talk it through and Max isn't being pushy he's just trying to help her kind of like logic through it and he actually he's like no expectations come in for coffee yeah that's it
1: like yeah i agree he's not actually being pushy but he is i think not just being encouraging but he is gently encouraging her to sort of test her boundaries because she has set Mm -hmm. up these rules for herself that we're we're learning about what these rules are um and i think he is kind of right that like hey you you should be able to feel free to date people and bring somebody home this is your house and your home and and I think sometimes you do need some like gentle prodding to like, not not really get you out of your comfort zone, but just sort of like, help you examine like, is this actually are these rules that I've that I've you know created for myself are they actually beneficial? How do I actually work with them yeah. when I put them into play? Does it work? And and so like I, I her her resolve is being tested, but I don't think yeah I don't think he's being pushy. I think he he is being encouraging. Yeah. If she did just totally shut him down right there, I I don't think she'd be all too happy about it later on. I I think no,
0: because the opportunity be is there. She has the house. Mm-hmm. They had a great night. It's snowing. Like you can't just turn a man away because of a rule that you set up when you were a single mom of a young child who would maybe not understand why somebody that they had enjoyed being around was like not there anymore or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. but her daughter is seventeen. And rules that she put into place when, you know, Rory was four or however old may no longer apply and may no longer be as strict or necessary. So I'm glad that he did that. And they go in and they start making (laughs) (laughs) coffee-ish. He, like, reaches for the cupboard and that was it. That was it. It was, like, the hand above the head to, like, the cupboard door. And she turns around. And he's like, you know, she's in his arms, and they just start making out, and it's so hot.
1: <laughs> it is. Oh man, it's like so all the little details. She grabs onto the door frame. There's like the <gasps> the door arch the arched thing. Door? Oh my god, <laughs> her fingers are just like solid around the door frame. It's gorgeous, and it's just such a well shot scene. I think because we travel with them, you yeah, know? And, yeah, and so we we help build the energy and the motion, and it's you know it's on a we're on a roll, we're on a roll and beautiful, beautifully done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. The chemistry continues with their kissing. Like mm-hmm. in like the chemistry with the actors too. Like this is just such a well-done dynamic. It was so hot and you you're just like rooting for them. You're like, "Get
1: it, girl." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, if you're not was... the biggest fan of of Mr. Medina, like I have actually decided right now that I really don't like him. I don't I can't I I don't have enough of a like a, a whole build up to tell you why but um the show I don't makes know. me want to root for Luke like the way that
0: everything has been yeah. set up like everybody's rooting for Luke at this point like that's the thing is they don't make Max out to be necessarily like a bad guy and you're not rooting no. for somebody like you don't want him to fail but you don't want him to succeed either.
2: Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: He's almost a bit too much like Lorelai for it to be To feel like a good match in terms of their like wit. Like you feel like they're gonna be at odds because they're both at this level of wit and charm. And and they you need more balance, I think, in a relationship. That's what they're trying to show with Luke, where he is like very grounded and her opposite in a lot of ways. And they're trying to really, I think, reinforce that.
1: Ah, I think, yeah, I think you're onto something there.
0: Yeah. And so they're. Hot and heavy, they're making out on the stairs, <laughs> and then <laughs> Lane pops up, and Max is like, "Wait, how many kids did you say you had?" This like little tree and child in pigtails.
1: <laughs> Such a genius reveal, and like, like, it's another occasion where like we know that Lane is there, and so like while this hot and heavy motion is going on, we're like. Where's Lane? <laughs> isn't isn't she around? Like what is she going to is she in the living room? Where is she where is she going to pop up? Oh my god, oh my god. And yeah, sure enough, she just wanders down, wanders down the hallway and spots them on the and
0: on the, stays I would run. I would be booking it the other way. I'd be like, whoops, uncomfortable. And I would be gone. But Lane just kind of stays in like stairs and then allows Max to have this whole like conversation with himself first and then with Lorelai. Being like, wait a minute, there's a small Korean person in your living room. Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then Lorelai pauses their makeout sesh and what would have been inevitable sleeping together to go see why lane is at their house because oh that's the cure i've got to go like <laughs> Lane it. puts, yeah, yeah. This, this sad if, emo music
1: if she had put on like spice girls or something then you'd go oh okay, well, she's doing fine, she's fine. but oh yeah. the cure there is something up i yeah this needs my immediate attention so yeah put a pin but in she's this not here for me yeah 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 so
0: she goes and talks to lane and is so supportive and sweet. And she's like, Well, I know something is up because you're here. And she's saying it's nothing. And she was just waiting for Rory and like, don't I really want to talk about it? And she's like, No, 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 like spill. And she just tries to like tell her that you know, everybody makes embarrassing decisions and does embarrassing things in high school. Kind of annoying that she brings every single thing about her life back to the fact that she got pregnant when she was in high school because they're not the same thing, not the same, like apples and oranges.
2: Yeah, like, exactly.
1: Well, th- we get a uh, we we're sort of confronting these different levels, very different levels of what Lane calls really stupid. Like I did something really stupid. As in, I touched a boy's hair. I ran my hand through his hair. Oh my god, it's really really stupid. I it's definitely like Lorelei's attempt to put it into perspective for her. It's not the
0: same level of like humiliation and embarrassment necessarily I think it's different it's different mm-hmm. because it's not like a but, conscious choice that you made that is public and you'll have to deal with the fact that you touched a boy's hair without his consent in like a very mm-hmm. erotic like <laughs> manner
1: I feel like it, though if if Lane like not that Lane would ever be able to go to her own mom about this but like if Lane went to her mom and her mom found out about this it would be as quote, really stupid as you know messing around with a boy yeah like it, it would, would be the same be like kind of level camp, I know. yeah yeah exactly yeah. it'd be like you're you're not allowed at this school girls only wherever yeah 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 for sure for sure so fair yeah i i i think it's an it's an excellent lorelei mom scene she she and i, I like how she talks to lame not as like a small child or even like a sort of a stranger. She obviously her 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 rapport is a little bit different to how it is with Rory, her own daughter. But she still talks to her from a mom point of view, but she's definitely talking to a teenager and not a child. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. She
0: is respectful and to the point, and she doesn't try to necessarily sugarcoat it, but uh, yeah, I, I do think that she's super, super supportive, and I love the way that she handled the situation like a lot. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, mm-hmm. Lane's going to stay here, and yeah, it'll be okay. Everybody does stupid stuff, but, you know. And yeah, she says I get something
1: it. about, like, like you know, consider this, you know, one of many, many mistakes you're going to make in future. Like, I, yeah. I, is Lane not yeah. prepared to make a mistake? That's totally possible. Yeah. It's totally possible. And it's possible. how you like, handle you don't, it. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah how you handle it that makes the difference. So Lane is staying over. And then that kind of puts a puts an end to sexy times with <laughs> Lorelai and Max because she's not going to sleep with him with Lane in the house. So can't send him out in the snowstorm. Max, you can just stay here. You're going to stay on the couch. There's going to be no funny business. But she runs her hands through his hair. <laughs> she's like i don't oh, know what yeah. all the fuss is about because lane is like he has good hair <laughs> yes
1: yes yeah he has well i, I mean did we not mention justin trudeau recently we did
0: and i he has the justin it.
1: trudeau hair yeah me he too. does i think
0: it's mostly <laughs> the resemblance is mostly in the hair and like and maybe the nose something there mm-hmm.
1: but good so yeah good he said he actually says i understand he doesn't even fight her on it. He's, you know, yeah. he, he says, okay, well, can you find me a hotel or something? And she's like, no, no, yeah. no, no. You're going to stay here.
0: That's over for the night. He's going to sleep on the couch. And they wake up the next morning. <laughs> Lorelai wakes up because she hears, like, car treads, like a car pulling up to the house. And it's Rory getting out because she got her, the driver, who drove her home. She books it. Books it to the front door. And I've got this clip because it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Somewhere. Here we go. I've got a boy in the house. You what? Nothing happened, I swear. He slept the whole night on the couch and you know him. I do. And you like him. I don't know if that's relevant. I just thought that I would throw that in there. Mr. Medina,
2: I know. My English teacher is on my couch. It was the snow. You know how I get it? It's like catnip. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so for those who can't see lorelei is wearing paul frank pajamas do you remember that's that it brand?
1: paul frank yeah yeah the it little was monkey
0: okay so yes <laughs> oh my gosh i remember the like really cool girls in my grade having those i like grade mm-hmm. eight grade seven something like that. Mm -hmm. It was all of the girls that went to, you know, Tremblant to go skiing and would go to sandbanks in the summer. Like all of those kids, which to me just seemed like they were just like super rich. Um, (laughs) Their parents bought them Paul Frank jammies and I was extremely
2: jealous.
0: (laughs) And so she's like such a child again, where it's like that teenager Mm -hmm. of like there's a boy in the house. Oh my God. Sorry. like It's like she's Mm -hmm. having to tell her parent. (laughs) And the way that they're just, just like standing over him, watching him sleep,
1: <laughs> having this conversation. I, there's something so weird about the air in that moment and in that scene. It's just like he's he's here, and we don't want to disturb it's him. his Book, but we can't. Yeah. <laughs> but like we we don't want to wake him up, but we have to be this near because it it it's actually happening. He's actually physically here. What ah uh, uh, oh oh. Yep. And and he's in Rory's space. Because remember, she only vaguely gave Lorelai the okay about dating yeah. him. Like she sort of left it. And that's a big in, step in her like, court. <laughs> mm.
0: Going for drinks with him is one thing. And then suddenly he's like, you're gone for one night, he's in your house. Like what? So they go to have that conversation in the kitchen. And Lorelai immediately is like, How are you feeling? And Rory's like, I don't I don't know. Like she hasn't had time to process any of this.
2: And mm-hmm. she's like,
0: Are you angry? Are you upset? weird. And like, that's how, again, how kind of I am. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? You have to be feeling something. I know it. I can feel it. I can feel it in the air. It's happening. So like, let's name it so that we mm-hmm. can talk about it because I can't just have the air feel like this.
2: Like I need to know what's happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my husband has a hard time naming emotions or like making sense of his 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 feelings sometimes. And then mm-hmm. sometimes I don't give him the space to do so when I'm like, no, 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 no. We need to make sense. I felt that. I felt that hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, And then, yeah, they talk about this rule where they realize, like, well, I I don't bring guys home. I don't bring them around. And then and Rory's like, but you can. And that was so yeah. big of her. That was so yeah. great. Like, Rory is like, But really, I don't know why.
1: She's vocalizing her thoughts. Like, they're not just sitting in her head. She's actually saying them out loud. And she – Asks out loud, "Why is this so weird for me?" and not expecting an answer. And and uh, there's lots of reasons why it would be weird for her. The photo, you know, the photo that mm. she came across of of her mom and dad. Um, that's fresh on her mind. Dating in general is fresh on her mind, and and this concept of of her mom potentially being with somebody else. I but she doesn't really know her dad all that much. But like teenage behavior and. And uh, early relationships and dating and partners and like, is he the one? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, do you love him? Her, and she's her like, dad oh, was <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you love him? But she very quickly goes to that kind of an idea and like, yeah, that's that's on her mind. It definitely is, as well as the whole thing of like bringing boys home. Like, not What it was just last episode where. Dean didn't stay the night, but Dean was over for movie night. So, like, suddenly boys in their house taking over yeah. their space. Yeah. It's it's going to be weird for you, Rory. Yeah.
0: yeah. And maybe Rory would have been more comfortable talking to her mom about Dean had she seen her mom dating. But to yeah. both of them, they both feel like men are this, like, external factor that cannot be – we cannot pop our bubble. Like, they cannot yeah. come in. No way. And yeah, so both of right. them are feeling like they don't know how to navigate bringing significant others into their very insular relationship.
1: Mm -hmm. And she says in quite a quite a mature way, um, Rory says, I want you to be happy. And what I hear in that unsaid, but what I hear as well is please talk to me that way about my boyfriend. Like, Mm. how do you feel about him? I want you to be happy with your choices and things. Please talk to me that way about him. But not, you know, instead of this stupid cookie talk that Lorelai and Sookie were doing earlier of like, Dean, I've got the cookies for Dean and the da, 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 da. No, Mom, I'm 17. Treat me a bit more yeah. like a grown up. Let's actually talk more seriously about boys. Because this is how I'm, this is how I'm thinking about it. Don't tease me about it, you know.
0: <laughs> they're they're talking in the kitchen, and Lane pops out of her room. Yes, <laughs> She's like, Lane is also here. Like what's happening? <laughs> and they have a they have a heart to heart, yeah. and they uh, they make amends is what I wrote is is they make amends. Yeah.
1: They've been able Which, to sleep on it, and yeah. Lane reveals well she declares that she she was wigged out <laughs> last night, and uh, and she she says some of it was jealousy, and and I, it's good she's been able to come down come down from it. Rory's been able to explain the phones cut off, blah blah blah. I couldn't talk to you, and I I. I I really like how here we get sort of like a a, a final button on this concept that's kind of been been showing up through the whole episode which is the idea of like there will be others like there will be other options and there will be other boys there will be other friends there will be other choices past boyfriends future boyfriends there will be others there isn't just the one as much of a romantic idea as that is and so even though Dean being this new, really important thing in in Rory's life, understandably, um, he doesn't push out Lane's place. She's still no. solid. She's still like I came first. Important. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the very last kind of shot of this
0: episode is Rory looking at those pictures of of Christopher and Lorelai, and kind of contemplating her mom in a relationship, whether it's a previous relationship or a new relationship. And I think it's just something that's so foreign to her that she's gonna have to wrap her head around.
1: Yeah. yep, yeah. It's on her mind and she's 17. It's on her mind. <laughs> and it's weird because
0: it's not usually on your mind about your parents.
1: No, exactly. Right? In a lot of <laughs> yeah.
0: situations, not obviously not all situations, but in many situations uh, you've seen your parents in a relationship already. So it's not necessarily as novel as it is for, for Rory. So yeah. That's it. That's the
1: episode. Oh, it's this is probably this. I'm I imagine this is somebody's this is many people's go-to cozy wintertime episode. There's
2: probably yeah, more of
1: it, but I imagine this it, is one of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's us. That's us. Yeah. We have been the Belladonna Watch Club. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are back to our regularly scheduled programming. So catch us next week on Thursdays. We're on YouTube. We are on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on many different platforms, wherever you stream your podcasts. (laughs) Bye-bye.
2: See ya.